Hello and welcome to Searching for Service, brought to you by Rotary District 5950 and 5960. I'm Kelly Kirk. I'm Chad Larson. And I'm Joe Kirk. And we have yet again another amazing guest on our in-person today. Woo-woo. We have Alexa Runquist, who is the executive director for District 5950. She's also a part of the Minnetonka Rotary Club. Welcome. Thank you so We're much happy. for having me. We're very happy to have you. Really, in this first um, segment of the show, we love to get to know our guests. And so, but um, before we do that, oh, Joe. I'm just hanging on here like, wait a second. Can Joe remind us of our purpose for the show? The purpose for Searching for Service is to really give opportunity and tell stories of amazing service projects that will not only empower people that are listening to serve, but also to join Rotary. We have a lot of amazing Rotarians. Not everybody's a Rotarian, but mostly Rotarians and how Rotary is the vehicle for service. Thank you. You're welcome. Now back to our regular programming. (laughs) So our guest, as a reminder, is Alexa Runquist. Um, Alexa, again, thank you for being on our show today. And um, let's get to know you a little bit better. So first and foremost, where are you from? Yeah, well, actually, um, I am from North Dakota originally. So a small town on the Montana border, which is like a huge part of who I am, but also like a huge part of my Rotary story. And so I'll tell you a little bit more about that as we go through. And Okay. it's never forgotten on me. It's my children's favorite place to go, and uh, I love cool. I love a big skyscraper, but I love a big field too. Okay, so, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and everything else in between. That's too. right. Yeah, cool. Um, and is that Rotary story a part of that transition from your hometown to the Twin Cities? Yeah. So I. Um, Grew up in North Dakota, and I moved to Minnesota with my husband, who mm-hmm. is a CPA, and he wanted to work in one of those big, you know, four firms downtown, sure. and so uh, brought us <clears throat> to the big city. Um, and he is also a Rotarian. He serves mm-hmm. as an assistant governor. Um, we have four great kids. Um, I have a two-year-old named Nora. I have a five-year-old named Audrey. I have a seven-year-old named Bennett, and my 10-year-old Nolan came with me today because he's a Rotarian at heart, and he just uh, he just wanted to see what it was like to produce a podcast. So cool, yeah. very cool. So you've got a busy household. Yes, very busy. Darn near close to a basketball team. Ah, that's kiddos. what everyone says. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So you know, I. Um, Went to college in North Dakota and then wasn't one of those lucky people that got a job right out of college. So I went back home to live with my dad. It was just my dad. Um, Before college, my mom had passed away. So there were several years where my parents were traveling back and forth to Mayo. And so it was like reflecting back now as an adult. um, It was a really fun time to get to know my dad. Mm -hmm. Um, Really understood the value of parents at that point. Yeah. Sure. So moved back with him and then... um, Got a job at the North Dakota Department of Health where I met a Rotarian by the name of Doug Murphy. And he was traveling all over doing these huge service projects. Um, and I said, take me with you. Take me with you. I want to do this. I don't want to be a Rotarian. I just want to go do these projects because huh. I didn't know what a Rotarian was. Um, and he said, sure. So I said, um, hey, Dad, I have no money. <laughs> do you want to come with? And just getting to know him, I knew this was something that he also wanted to do. And so we went down to Guatemala together with Rotarians from all over North Dakota, some from Minnesota also. And we got to build a school. Cool. Very cool. Yeah. And so, I mean, 
everything was new from for me there. Um, never been out of the country um, except for to Canada. Um, but yeah, that doesn't count. Yeah, no. <laughs> Especially when you're that close to the border. Exactly, right? It's just crossing the border anyways. Uh, so we went down there and we truly like worked shoulder to shoulder with these people and built a school. When we originally got down there, um, the community was able to get paid for the work. And we knew that was really important. So we just got to play soccer with the kids. And, um, you know, it's really hot. So my hair was in French braids and the girls would come and they would point to my hair and our guide, Juan Carlos, said, they want you to braid their hair. And I said, okay, that's fine. <laughs> um, but I said, Juan Carlos, why are the, all of their hair is wet? And he said, they washed it for you. Aww. Um, and so I w- we braid their hair. And then we, like, truly worked shoulder to shoulder. So we had to mix all the cement by hand. We bent all the rebar by hand. And oh, wow, that's yeah. a, that's hard. Yeah, Were you, you just up there like? <laughs> <laughs> it's literally a two by four with nails in it, and you line it up. Oh and my you gosh! Bend, yeah, and you line it up. It's not and that bend. far from what I just described. I worked in a rebar factory once. That's really hard. Yeah. Oh my god! That sounds like a good story for another day. Too. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so, so you mix all this cement by hand, and then they would fill these five gallon buckets. And carry it across the yard and fill the cinder block walls. Oh, my gosh. Well, Doug and I um, in the Department of Health, if you're familiar with North Dakota at all, floods all the time. So one of the jobs that we did was we worked with sandbaggers. And so we were able to teach them this technique of creating a line, a zigzag line, where you can pass weight very quickly and don't feel the impact. So we taught them that. And that was like truly shoulder to shoulder. And we built this school. Wow. wow. Cool. And then at the end, we passed out school supplies. And um, a lady said, hey, this is what service above self is. And I went, whoa, what's that? Yeah. And those were the words, and they just stuck with me. That's wow. Cool. Yeah. How long were you down there? <clears throat> Eight days. Eight days. Wow. Yeah, and we got to go hang out in Honduras afterwards yeah. for a while yeah. and take in the sites. Eight so. days, and you impacted that much. Yeah, that's pretty incredible. It's such a short period of time to have such an incredible impact for a community as well. And that was your first real, you know, introduction to Rotary at that point, right? Was the service project. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's so fascinating. Like we like to kind of draw a lot of similarities amongst guests and stuff. And we really see three, four different buckets of how people are introduced to Rotary. Youth Exchange is a big one. International service projects are a big one. Mm-hmm. Professional, you know, like yeah. you know, something legacy. about that. And legacy. Those yeah. are those really seem to be the, the real big buckets of how people join Rotary. So if you're out there listening and, you know, you've, you've never um, joined Rotary or um, been part of a club, you know, maybe one of these things really speaks to you, you know, if you're inspired by the story. Because it's always so cool. Like the first thing that you did with Rotary was an international yeah. project. A member but when no, you went, but not a member. Not. Yeah, not a member at that point. Yeah, it was a it was a way to do um, mission mm-hmm. um, without a faith connection, yeah. mm-hmm. which at that point in my life wasn't something that I was um, wanted to do. Yeah. So yeah, sure, sure, yeah. And then you joined when you got back. Well, okay. Yeah, so, I know. I'm like, so now <laughs> we need to talk this about story. Yeah. <laughs> the genesis here. Uh, so, yeah, it's kind of twofold. So I remember driving up 169 um, with my husband. 
pregnant with my son that's here. And I said, I know you probably had this moment, both of you, all of you, you're a parent, right? Too, too. Oh, oh, okay. Had this moment like, oh my gosh, I'm responsible for this child inside yes. of me. And so I turned to Nate and I said, uh, what, what are we going to teach him? What do we want him to be? And uh, so we had this long conversation about the values we wanted and the things. And I said, oh, great. Now, what are we going to do? Like, make a poster and hang it in our house? <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, okay, he, we didn't know what it was. So, like, he heard all of this, but, like, what are we going to do? And we were Minnetonka Rotarians at that point. But I think that really solidified our buy-in of, like, we are not just going to have these values. We're going to show these values to Ooh, our kid. I like it. It's cool. The, the, we talk a lot about in our household of modeling the behaviors that yes. you see that you wish to see in you know your kids or people around you, and mm-hmm. I think that that sounds like that. That's exactly the thought process you guys went through. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I became. But if I I really think of like I've been a Rotarian for ten years, which means I've gone to over five hundred Rotary meetings of pretty... my choice. Like yeah. getting up and going is my choice. Mm-hmm. Um, and Kelly, you said it. I have a super busy household. I am the cub master to three of my kids' scout pack. Okay. I am a faith formation teacher at our church. Okay. Uh, I so the great communities. I love those communities. I have a basketball community. Now I have a football community. <laughs> I have a soccer community. Sometimes yep. I have a golf community. I have my neighborhood community. Um, <laughs> and my school community. Like these are such incredible communities. Um, but they're all because somebody else made that choice. Yeah. And Rotary is my choice. Hmm. These are like my people. And. Mm-hmm. I could name a hundred times, but there's a time that sticks out in my head that when I am wavering or having a bad day, why I go back to Rotary. Mm-hmm. So we were expecting our fourth child. Okay. And unfortunately, I could not carry Charlie to term. And so okay. we had a miscarriage. Yeah. That day when I was in the hospital, um, I was supposed to invocate for the club and I was like, oh, man, what am I going to do? So I quickly sent a message to um, a guy we affectionately referred to as Reverend and said, can you cover for me? No problem. No big deal. What I came to find out is he didn't cover for me. He didn't invocate. The club just stopped and prayed. Stopped the whole meeting, prayed for us, and then flooded us with the most beautiful messages, thoughts, uplifting things that. I mean, in your moment where you could not be more heartbroken, just made you feel so loved. And then Miss Nancy came over, because I still had three kids um, that needed to be taken care of. Um, She came over with the biggest pot of spaghetti and meatballs ever. My kids still said, well, that's way better than you make, Mom. (laughs) (laughs) And she walked into the messiest house I'm sure she's ever seen in her entire life. And she just put it on the stove and she walked downstairs and she poured another bucket of Legos out and she said, come on, boys, we're going to, we're going to play while your mom sits and takes a break. And I just, I don't know. Rotary was there. They get who I am. And I just, I just want to make everyone feel like those people made me feel in that moment. Mm -hmm. God, we talked about this off air 
of course, we're going to end a segment right yes, in the middle of a story. Seriously. <laughs> so, Kelly, yeah. take us away. <laughs> As a reminder, you are listening to Searching for Service. We will be back in the next segment. I'm Kelly Kirk. And I'm Joe Kirk. I'm Chad Larson. For decades, eradicating polio worldwide has been Rotary's cornerstone cause. We are incredibly close to ridding the globe of this virus, but we need everyone's help to get us to the goal. World Polio Day is October 24th. Please consider making a new donation to Polio Plus or increasing your already generous giving. Go to endpolio.org to be a part of this historical eradication of polio. You will help get vaccinations to the most remote parts of our world and help fulfill a promise we made to end polio now. Two drops and it stops. Rotary is a place for all community-minded people who want to serve their areas with the support of an international organization. Join Rotary to find service. Join Rotary to find inclusion. Join Rotary to find leadership. Join Rotary to find fun. Join Rotary to find friendship. Join Rotary to find a better version of the world. Find a Rotary Club near you at rotary.org and click on Club Finder. There is a club out there for everyone. Find your fit with Rotary. Rotary Rotary.org. Are you ready to make a difference in your community? Rotary is a great place to get involved in your community and meet passionate groups of people as well as individuals dedicated to service and fellowship. At Rotary, we believe in the power of teamwork to bring positive change. As a member, you will have the opportunity to participate in exciting projects that address local and global challenges. From supporting educational initiatives to environmental conservation, we tackle it all. Joining a Rotary Club means becoming part of a diverse family of individuals who share a passion for giving back and having fun while making positive impact. With projects and events that enrich your community, there's something for everyone, from local initiatives to international collaborations. It doesn't matter what culture or country you come from. What matters is that you want to belong to a group that strengthens communities and creates lasting change. There's a place for everyone at Rotary, regardless of age or background. Learn more by searching for a Rotary Club in your community and visiting. Together, let's make a difference. Rotary People of Action. Is it the truth? Is it fair to all concern? Will it build good? Will it better friendships? Will it be beneficial to all concerned? When we pay it forward, it will be returned. Join Rotary to serve your community and the world with honesty, fairness, and goodwill. Our four-way test guides our actions every day. Is it the truth? Is it fair to all concerned? Will it build goodwill and better friendships? Will it be beneficial to all concerned? These values underpin our commitment to making a positive impact on the world. Learn more about your local Rotary Club and stop searching and start serving. And the song you're hearing right now was performed by the Rotary Club of Saskatoon, Natuna in Canada. When we take it forward, it will be returned. Hello and welcome back to Searching for Service, brought to you by Rotary District 5950 and 5960. I'm Kelly Kirk. I'm Chad Larson. And I'm Joe Kirk. As a reminder, you can find us on your favorite podcast platforms and... We love five-star reviews. You can like, you can share. And how do you find us? You can search us 
by looking up, searching for service. Good job. I love it. <laughs> and, so don't, you now, don't, you, and you can now get us on YouTube yes. at District 5950's YouTube page or searching for service. Beautiful. Awesome. Awesome. Um, as a reminder, we have a very special guest. It's Alexa Runquist. So if you're tuning in for the first time, that is who we have on. And you need to just stop it, go back, and start it over. If you're just and listen <laughs> to the first segment. If you're listening to it on the radio, it, wait we, for the podcast to come out. We ended that segment with a, an incredible story of just the truth that lies within Rotary and how people put other people above themselves and your club did that very thing for you in one of probably arguably one of the hardest times of your life. Yeah, <laughs> and definitely. So, um, thank you for sharing that story. That is, you know, that in itself, sharing stories is the most impactful thing for this podcast and for people to be able to hear that too. So, yeah, Well, I, th I think it also highlights one of the things that maybe gets underplayed about Rotary sometimes and it's the community and the support yeah. community. Like we talk about doing things all the time, but sometimes things happen to Rotarians mm -hmm. and it's amazing on how they do things for each other and support yes. each other. Like I think about when Maddie came and – yeah. We had a two-week-long meal train, and it, yeah. that, just yeah. that little bit was just incredible. And, I mean, obviously, you shared your story, which was um, just inspiringly wonderful in terms mm -hmm. of how the community wrapped its arms around you. And how yeah. quickly they do it. That's what yeah. I, you know, I <laughs> yes. you know, I, yeah. in that situation, you mm -hmm. told me when you guys had your child, it was – was like immediate. Yeah. yeah. As soon as they're, they're, you get your word, everybody does mm -hmm. and, and, and communicates and gets together and does everything they can. Yeah. So, so, you know, for those out there listening that, you know, want an organization that not only serves and helps others, but can be a support mm -hmm. pillar for you as well. Yeah. I mean, look no further than Rotary. It's, it's a, it's a pretty easy, yeah. amazing community. Yeah, I agree. Um, so Alexa, I, I think It'd be wonderful to share with our listeners a little bit more about the role that you serve for 5950, which is the executive director role. Um, so let's dive into what does that role mean for our listeners? Um, and let's just start there. Okay. So as the executive director, I'm the one paid um, position in District 5950. So we have, you know, 2,500 Rotarians, 68 clubs, um, always growing. And so um, I'm the one kind of glue that's there all the time. So mm -hmm. our district governors, um, they rotate through. Our volunteer positions rotate through. And I'm this position has always been the one that's here all the time. How long okay. have you been in that role? So I um, have been <clears throat> in the role about three years. Okay. Um, and then the person previous to me, she kind of did some transitions. We had what was referred to as a district secretary, and they wanted to really um, shift that and put it in more of a leadership role. And so she just had a temporary position of about five years. And then the person okay. before that held it for over 25 years. It's okay. such an interesting position because it's kind of it, – you said the glue that kind of holds everything together, but it's also the consistency as leadership changes. Yeah. So – can you kind of share maybe some of the uh, advantages or disadvantages of, or difficulties of that transition every year? Sure. So ju you, just like every Rotarian says, ooh, tell me your favorite thing and your worst favorite thing yeah. about every district governor. 
Which no. I would never, <laughs> yeah. never do. You're like, I don't give my secrets away that right. easily. Um, everybody brings – every district governor – so I, I really serve a board of directors, a district governor line. So those who are coming up to be district governor know kind of for four years and so they dive right in from the very beginning. And then, you know, as a whole, we serve 2,500 Rotarians and all the future Rotarians out there. And that's where our focus always is. Um, I think like some interesting points of view are everybody comes with a different leadership style. Everyone has a different expectation of where Mm -hmm. I can support them. And my job is to really hold consistent and look us back to our Rotarians. Um, You know, a long time ago, Tim Murphy, who I know you guys are Mm -hmm. familiar with, when he would go out and give his district governor speech, he would show how he flipped the org chart. And he would put the Rotarians at, at the top. And, mm-hmm. and that has always stuck with me. And selfishly, I will tell you that every district governor that comes through, I pull something from them. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to take that with me mm-hmm. professionally and in my life. And then there's something I pull for them that says, I'm not going to do that professionally yes. and in yeah. my life. But I think all Rotarians can do that. They totally. can give and mm-hmm. take from them. So I think like the really unique thing that I do is I have like, a bird's eye perspective. Um, And sometimes that's hard because I can't really get in depth to know Kakedo Dasso like I would like to. Um, Unless an opportunity proposes itself, but then that comes really time consuming as it goes Mm on. Um, You got to stay focused. Yes. On on the day job, if you will. (laughs) Yes. And, and, you know, my job is really to let the clubs flourish and each club has its own flavor and I'm not here to tell them how to do it. I'm here to just show them what's available to make it a success for them. And so one of the things I love to do, and I've been given the opportunity to do more of is train people. Sure. So, um, replicate yourself. Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Replicate the amazing things that are already out there and that I hear and I see. So Chad says, you know, I want to do this. And I say, oh, I'm going to connect you with this person and this person and this person, whether Mm -hmm. even be in our own district or, um, District 5950 is really good to reaching out to other people. And with 5960, I mean, you guys have showed that we're just sisters. You know, we're yeah. right next yeah. to each other. Yeah. So I train my favorite people in the whole world to train our president-elects. There is nothing like a more ne- nervous yet eager group of people. <laughs> <laughs> They're so scared. They're going to mess everything up. Yeah. And they have such a deep love for their club and their community within their club. They don't want to mess it up, but they all have an idea they want to try. And so it's like empowering them to do Mm -hmm. that. And I I usually teach computer stuff, which is boring and lame, but everybody needs to know it. But I always try to sneak in like little things that would be a little more helpful that I've learned along the way. So I was teaching a class – at the president-elect seminar. So that used to always be in person. Uh, It looks like we're bringing that back. So that's where you bring all the president-elects from five districts together, and you just teach them just, I mean, drinking from the fire hose. Like, (laughs) you would not believe for three days. Um, And I was teaching a class, and I had my daughter, Audrey, um, with me. She was six months old. And I knew that I had to teach for about half an hour. So I did all the things that... You do, right? You feed them. You make sure they have lots of tummy time beforehand. Change the diapers. Like, yeah. I just like, just please be quiet for 30 minutes. The, I mean, the district has been so graceful and 
in embracing me as a mom and letting me bring my kids along places. I mean, you let my kid come here to my podcast today. So, yeah. um, but in we that thought moment, he was your bodyguard, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's <that> football. Is <laughs> really <laughs> He's out there listening and like, yeah, bodyguard. That's right. I can yes. kick some butt. Yeah. I can kick some butt. <laughs> the importance of alignment. We've been trying to tell him that. Yeah. Um, so I was like, okay, I got to teach. So I did all these things for Audrey and then I put her in her stroller and wouldn't you know, three minutes into my talk, wah, yeah. wah. Oh. and then you can't focus, right, Kelly? Because all you yep. can hear is this voice <laughs> and you're like, Don't I know? Oh. Yep. and uh, you know, so much is going on with body and everything I'm supposed to teach goes out the window and I'm like, what am I going to do? First of all, all of my bosses are sitting in the audience yeah. and all these other districts are like, who let this lady in? <laughs> and I'm just like, focus on what you're doing. Focus on what you're doing. And I look up and up stands a man and walks over to that stroller. And he looked at me, you know, kind of get the okay. And he picked up Audrey and he just rocked her and Aww. walked her back and forth. And I just took a deep breath and finished training and nothing I trained on was as important as at the end I said to those guys. You know, we've talked about membership today. We've talked about DEI. We've talked about all these things. But if you make every one of your members feel like I feel right at this very moment, if you embrace them like you embrace me right where I am today as a mom of a six-month-old, you'll never, ever have a membership problem. You will never yeah. have a retention problem. Mm-hmm. And so – I just try to always, as the executive director, look for those moments that I can, like, weave in to my training. That was so good, Alexa. <laughs> like, that, you, you literally took an, a situation unfolding right there and then and folded it into <laughs> the, tree. the training for President-elect and go, if you just – if you just put people above yourself. Yeah. Service above self. Yep. And just, you know, just it's take incredible. back. And it's, it's just absolutely incredible. Well, I think they're both examples, too, of how you never asked for it. It just happened. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Right? And it's it's just the example of exactly what we're trying to model and what you're trying to teach and model. And so that's got to be really inspiring when you see a group of people that react like that. As you're teaching them, you know, sometimes I'm sure that like, you know, any, any of us when we're educating or teaching people and you can just tell it's not landing, right? Like, it's like, oh, okay. All right. But when that's got to be so inspiring for you to keep going, keep learning, keep getting Mm -hmm. better, keep serving, keep doing the things when, when you see it works and people that believe in it, you know, and you're, and you're turning a perceptive disadvantage, right? Like you, you, you brought up like, oh, who's this woman with the kid? It's a perceptive disadvantage that ultimately turned into an advantage for you. Sure. And it mm-hmm. sounds like it continues to serve you as an advantage. Yeah, definitely. So thank you for sharing that. Yeah. So we're going to wrap up this segment, and I think we keep rolling off of what we were just talking about. So as a reminder, you are listening to Searching for Service. I'm Kelly Kirk. I'm Chad Larson. And I'm Joe Kirk. And we'll be back. For decades, eradicating polio worldwide has been Rotary's cornerstone cause. We are incredibly close to ridding the globe of this virus, but we need everyone's help to get us to the goal. World Polio Day is October 24th. 
please consider making a new donation to Polio Plus or increasing your already generous giving. Go to npolio.org to be a part of this historical eradication of polio. You will help get vaccinations to the most remote parts of our world and help fulfill a promise we made to end polio now. Two drops and it stops. Rotary is a place for all community-minded people who want to serve their areas with the support of an international organization. Join Rotary to find service. Join Rotary to find inclusion. Join Rotary to find leadership. Join Rotary to find fun. Join Rotary to find friendship. Join Rotary to find a better version of the world. Find a Rotary Club near you at rotary.org and click on Club Finder. There is a club out there for everyone. Find your fit with Rotary. Rotary Rotary.org. Are you ready to make a difference in your community? Rotary is a great place to get involved in your community and meet passionate groups of people as well as individuals dedicated to service and fellowship. At Rotary, we believe in the power of teamwork to bring positive change. As a member, you will have the opportunity to participate in exciting projects that address local and global challenges. From supporting educational initiatives to environmental conservation, we tackle it all. Joining a Rotary Club means becoming part of a diverse family of individuals who share a passion for giving back and having fun while making positive impact. With projects and events that enrich your community, there's something for everyone, from local initiatives to international collaborations. It doesn't matter what culture or country you come from. What matters is that you want to belong to a group that strengthens communities and creates lasting change. There's a place for everyone at Rotary, regardless of age or background. Learn more by searching for a Rotary Club in your community and visiting. Together, let's make a difference. Rotary People of Action. Is it the truth? Is it fair to all concerned? Will it build good? Will it better friendships? Will it be beneficial to all concerned? When we pay it forward, it will be returned. Join Rotary to serve your community and the world with honesty, fairness, and goodwill. Our four-way test guides our actions every day. Is it the truth? Is it fair to all concerned? Will it build goodwill and better friendships? Will it be beneficial to all concerned? These values underpin our commitment to making a positive impact on the world. Learn more about your local Rotary Club and stop searching and start serving. And the song you're hearing right now was performed by the Rotary Club of Saskatoon, Natuna in Canada. When we take it forward, it will be returned. Hello and welcome back to Searching for Service, brought to you by Rotary District 5950 and 5960. I'm Kelly Kirk. I'm Chad Larson. And I'm Joe Kirk. If you're tuning in for the first time, we have special guest Alexa Rundquist, who is the executive director for um, District 5950. And as a reminder, you can find us on your favorite podcast platforms and YouTube. All right. <laughs> <laughs> like, comment, subscribe. And search for us by looking up Searching for Service. We're getting it down. I love it. So Yeah, well, only 40 shows in. <laughs> <laughs> Alexa, we wrapped up this, this last segment um, talking about your role as the executive director and, um, you know, how vital it really is. And so you've shared a couple stories. But so as as the executive director, you are supporting a lot of people, but you do support pretty heavily the district governor, correct? 
Yes. Yes. So that would be the main person I support. Mm -hmm. Um, And I do that, you know, in a variety of ways. They come to us with a bunch of different kind of – they get a lot of direction from Rotary International Mm -hmm. um, that comes down in there because they're supporting – you know, the president. So then they take that and look at it and kind of twist it. So they come to us with some ideas and some projects that they want to take on. And I help them figure that out. And I tell them, no, you can't do that because it's not in your budget. That's my big thing. (laughs) So, and so, you know, in that vein too, you're, you're really accounting for the the budgets that are in place for the district governors. But then I'm sure that at, at, at some point you're reviewing what the budgets are for each of the um each of the rotaries themselves. No, correct? I don't. No. no. Okay. Really my role with the clubs is to be a resource, to be okay. a connector, to be a tool finder. Okay. Um to again, each club is so unique. Uh so often, especially President elects are like, don't you just have something that tells me what to do? And then I said, No, but I can help walk you through a process to figure out what your club does because what well, Minnetonka does and what Edina does are Mm -hmm. very different because we're very different people, you know, we're, you know, um, we're, we're the club that's more plaid than you want it to be, which Joe, you could join us, um, in that, um, (laughs) but right, that comes from a whole history of presidents wearing plaid and embracing that. And, and we never want to take those cultures away from the clubs. And so, um, connecting those resources again, just. That's my main job is being connected. a rudder. Yeah. yeah. I, I Listening. Find, I find what's really interesting about your role too is kind of how you take some of the Rotary International initiatives, um, projects and things like that and kind of distill it down into – it's almost like you're you're like an electrical trans, – you're transforming yeah. it down and stepping it down so that the clubs can – tolerate it, right? Because if they just take in the, the full high voltage, they're going to be like... I like to call that layman's terms. Like you're bringing it to yeah. that level in a layman's terms. Well, and just where they're at too. Yep. Exactly. And I um, I remember I was sitting at my own pets training and I'm sitting next to... So president-elect training and I'm sitting next to this man, well-dressed man. And I said, oh, you came from Florida. Why would you come all the way up here to Iowa? And he goes... Well, I'm your keynote speaker, and he was from Rotary International, and boy, did I feel silly at that moment. But he gave an incredible speech about, you know, the gears of Rotary, they have to lock, right, at the Mm -hmm. right – in order to work. And that's how you have to just meet each person individually, and each person has different gears that they need to meet, and each club does too. And so – a district governor might have this great idea of – you know, I don't know. Um, every club hold a carnival. Well, okay, what does that look like? And it's yeah. my job to let the district governor be as excited as they want, but yeah, take it to the layman's terms and help sure. the club figure it out. Sure. Okay, so you you've been through the president-elect training, which means that you served as president. I did. Okay, and it was for Minnetonka. Yes. Okay. Yes. Cool. When was that? Uh, oh my gosh. Uh, seven years ago. Okay. Yeah. So I remember when I got that phone call, um, I was pregnant. Nobody else knew except for Nate. And I said, what are they going to think of this girl? Because <laughs> at the time I thought I was just a girl standing in front of them, um, pregnant. Um, 
And so I were, the guy called me four times and said, you got to make a decision here whether yeah. you're going to accept this position or not. Little did I understand that I wasn't actually taking the job for four years. <laughs> like yeah. I was yeah. just entering the chain. The process. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that pro- new yeah. Rotarians, right? They mm-hmm. s- grab us when we're in the beginning. And yeah. so I actually stood before the club holding my second child. Oh, funny. And so one of my favorite pictures that's posted up on my fridge is me holding Bennett, him holding Joey, which is the dog that goes everywhere with us, in front <laughs> of my club and just and just taking him with me along the ride. And so, wow. again, that moment where I wasn't a girl, I, w- I was a member of that club leading that club. Mm-hmm. And so that was super exciting. Yeah. It is. So you've you've played a couple different roles in addition to executive director. And so we do always love to ask our guests, if they're Rotarians, what their favorite service project was. So I'm unique in this area. I really, if I, if I play back to the couple stories that I've told you, right, those are really small moments of service. And when I talk about choosing Rotary as my community, it's truly because I just have a hundred small moments. And I've done some big projects. Um, Nolan and I have jumped in a lake for the polar plunge. Mm. Um, I've done it six times. He's done it three. I just got a chill even thinking about it. <laughs> so you won't Maybe be, it's the draft. I don't maybe know. Maybe you won't be joining us. Are you aware of the definition of insanity? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Doing the same thing over and over. Alexa, I joined. I like, I, I've done it twice. So I'm with you, but I, I will probably never do it again. <laughs> yeah. So like doing that with him and I remember – Right, it's freezing cold. You're getting out. You're just like, what did I just do? And him crying. And I said, honey, it's not. And he goes, it's not for us. It's for the athletes. And again, it's that moment that I got to have with my kid to plant Mm -hmm. a seed. You know, the seeds of hope that our president, our I president talks about right now. Yeah. Um, I have all these little moments of service. I... We made a thousand sandwiches at one of our meetings, and Nolan was there making those sandwiches with us. And why, Mom? Why are we making these sandwiches? Well, not everybody has, you know, a beautiful gourmet meal like I make for you every day. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> but that's a really hard concept. Yeah, for kids, kids to understand. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've that's yeah. that's come up at our kitchen table too, for sure. For sure. But yeah, it's you can you can tell the eyes start to glaze over a little bit, but. You know, there, there's the some component of it that sticks. Like they, they get it, yeah. but then they're like, oh, yeah, well, I've got food, so I'm going to eat. Well, and it goes back to the modeling of the behavior. Yeah. So like you just continue to model the behavior for them and they, mm-hmm. they'll they put it together eventually. Have so, some pa- patience and faith with them. <laughs> context will come into play at some point or another. So I have a really random question for you. Yeah. So do you have an Alexa in your house? No. Okay, good. Yeah, because I'm like <laughs> No. I feel I mean, like if goodness. you really want my answer to this, I'm a little bitter that I'll never have grandchildren named after me because of this. Oh sure. Oh yeah. Oh, it might yeah. change names. Yeah. yeah. Never you know never that. know. Who knows? It might or not be even a be a product. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It could it could certainly, you know, by your by your grandkids. I was, we were talking off air before you guys got here, I was telling you about how things have changed with radio podcasting yeah. and in very short time, I, saw, mm-hmm. I think you might have a chance. <laughs> yes, yeah, Alexa will be gone at some point, most definitely. But yeah, yeah. There, there's my tangent for, for very <laughs> tangential. Yeah, I mean, I'll be gone someday, right? So, like, these are like those seeds that I'm planting along the way. And so, I said 
So whereas we were talking about sandwiches, I said, suddenly birthdays come up. And I said, well, you know, some kids don't have birthdays. Well, that's something your kids can understand. And mm-hmm. so I was – my kids wrote a grant to our Minnetonka Rotary Foundation and they got $1,000. And they went out and they bought all the supplies they could um, to make bags for kids to have birthdays. Aww. And they set it up so our club came and put them together and, um, again, this is little moments of mm-hmm. service that are so important. I was going to the zone in Minneapolis um, earlier this year, and I was supposed to pick up the posters for the district governor. But I didn't realize that FedEx closed at 7. I thought it closed at 8. So I pulled up, and I was just in complete panic and I'm like, what am I going to do? And I walked up to the door and I just stood there. And I went back to the my car and the lady next to me, I don't know why this woman was parked at FedEx unless she was like me and needed her stuff. And she said, what's wrong? I said, oh, I can't get my stuff and I needed it. And she goes, well, go knock on the door. I was like, nope, they closed. I need to be respectful. And she's like, you go up there and you knock on that door. <laughs> and I was like, okay. So I went and knocked on the door and – um a lady like waved me off and this woman got out of her car, went over there, knocked on the door and said, come here, come here. And she goes, this woman needs her stuff. And I said, I'm so sorry. I thought you closed that seven. I just, I can't get here in time. You're not er- er- open early enough for me to come back. And she's like, I just can't. And I said, okay, thank you. And the lady next to me said, no, <laughs> she needs her stuff. Like she's got her kids in the car. She needs her stuff. And I'm like, it is paid for. Could you just hand it to me? Mm-hmm. And um, the FedEx lady said, okay, hold on one second. And she went back and she got me this stuff. And I don't know why, but I had a stack of $5 Starbucks gift cards in my car. And I gave one to those ladies and I said, you guys did not have to do that for me. Mm-hmm. And they said, well, you didn't have to do this. And I was just like, no, you went service above, above self. Yeah. And, above and beyond. Yeah. So just those little moments I look for instead of the real and big projects. I'm just going to say you're my favorite guest because so <laughs> I'm loving your stories. They're wow. So that's that's some heavy praise too. We've, we've had some good ones. <laughs> <laughs> it's been good. The stories have been good. I do. So. I do love. So it's interesting. We've had we've had both like grand project stuff and mm-hmm. now talking about those Just little moments of service. Build and build and build. Love so. it. Take us out of here. As a reminder, you are listening to Searching for Service. I'm Kelly Kirk. I'm Chad Larson. And I'm Joe Kirk. Thanks for listening. For decades, eradicating polio worldwide has been Rotary's cornerstone cause. We are incredibly close to ridding the globe of this virus, but we need everyone's help to get us to the goal. World Polio Day is October 24th. Please consider making a new donation to Polio Plus or increasing your already generous giving. Go to endpolio.org to be a part of this historical eradication of polio. You will help get vaccinations to the most remote parts of our world and help fulfill a promise we made to end polio now. Two drops and it stops. Rotary is a place for all community-minded people who want to serve their areas with the support of an international organization. Join Rotary to find service. Join Rotary to find inclusion. Join Rotary to find leadership. Join Rotary to find fun. Join Rotary to find friendship. Join Rotary to find a better version of the world. Find a Rotary Club near you at rotary.org.
and click on Club Finder. There is a club out there for everyone. Find your fit with Rotary. Rotary.org. Are you ready to make a difference in your community? Rotary is a great place to get involved in your community and meet passionate groups of people, as well as individuals dedicated to service and fellowship. At Rotary, we believe in the power of teamwork to bring positive change. As a member, you will have the opportunity to participate in exciting projects that address local and global challenges. From supporting educational initiatives to environmental conservation, we tackle it all. Joining a Rotary Club means becoming part of a diverse family of individuals who share a passion for giving back and having fun while making positive impact. With projects and events that enrich your community, there's something for everyone, from local initiatives to international collaborations. It doesn't matter what culture or country you come from. What matters is that you want to belong to a group that strengthens communities and creates lasting change. There's a place for everyone at Rotary, regardless of age or background. Learn more by searching for a Rotary Club in your community and visiting. Together, let's make a difference. Rotary People of Action. Is it the truth? Is it fair to all concerned? Will it build good? Will it better friendships? Will it be beneficial to all concerned? When we pay it forward, it will be returned. Join Rotary to serve your community and the world with honesty, fairness, and goodwill. Our four-way test guides our actions every day. Is it the truth? Is it fair to all concerned? Will it build goodwill and better friendships? Will it be beneficial to all concerned? These values underpin our commitment to making a positive impact on the world. Learn more about your local Rotary Club and stop searching and start serving. And the song you're hearing right now was performed by the Rotary Club of Saskatoon, Natuna in Canada. When we pay it forward, it will be returned. Hello and welcome back to Searching for Service, brought to you by Rotary District 5950 and 5960. I'm Kelly Kirk. I'm Chad Larson. And I'm Joe Kirk. As a reminder, you can find us on your favorite podcast platforms and YouTube. And you can search for us by inputting <laughs> searching for service. It's not the double search. That's good. <laughs> so fun. We have so the, much the YouTube, fun. The YouTube thing is relatively new, so it's yeah. like yeah. YouTube. Oh, yeah. We're wrapping our heads around both, it. But, yeah. yeah it's we, great. We video all this stuff so you guys can, uh, you know. Hello, hello. Yeah. And hello. See all of our goofy facial expressions around right. the table, too. Us crying. <laughs> and crying. Yes. So before we get into it, it is really funny. I did watch part of an episode, and it's like you do become very self-conscious of how much you move and how much you, like, lick your lips or, like, you know, get ready or I'm Acutely staring at you. Aware. Yes. Yeah. Yes. No, most people are just going to listen and minimize. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's let's wrap this all up. So we have our guest, Alexa Runquist, if you are listening for the first time. Um, we're in our last segment here. And so she is the executive director for District 5950 and also a fellow Rotarian with the Minnetonka Rotary, too. Yeah. And so for this last segment, we typically like to talk about the future, what your hopes, dreams, and all that good jazz are. So we can get into that. But, you know... Do you have a story for us that can really encapsulate what you see for the future 
of your role or rotary? Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, I have thought about this long and hard and (laughs) – Thought I was going to get you there. Uh, no, I um, <laughs> for my role, it is really difficult uh, because each of our district governors is brings their own, and they're very respectful of the current district governor to not, you know, share. They're just really promoting each of them, and then we also have to listen to our Rotary International director. District five nine five zero is just we're just going to just really delve into listening and really looking at new ways of listening and expanding coming out of COVID, um, you know, because we had to listen via uh, minimized screens of Zoom for so long, right? Yes. You know, and so we just want to go out there and be with the people and listen to the people and hear how they want. Uh, you know, that's how Preschool for Success came about is we mm-hmm. listened and they wanted a bigger, impactful ser- uh, service project. And so mm-hmm. we're just going to keep listening to that. And then... And I can't believe the traction that that's received this year. It's been really, really incredible because we were part of it in the very beginning. And all of a sudden we're like, holy cow. And now it's spreading like wildfire in the best way possible. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's really great. Yeah. Gayla is one of my favorite podcasts that I listen to. She has a lot of, Mm -hmm. I mean, she spoke from the heart. It was so obvious. And so she had a lot of takeaways in that. So, yeah. Very cool. I mean, I again, I don't choose rotary or I choose rotary every week and I don't foresee myself stopping yeah. sure. choosing rotary. Um sometimes I like with four kids, uh three I my Audrey, my five year old is going into kindergarten. I like does that give me more time or less time now that she's in school? <laughs> Who <and> knows? <laughs> taking on but again, I I still see it as a very important piece of my life and such a positive for everyone. And and my husband's all in too, so it's not even like if I quit that I could escape it because I would just – yeah. Is he in the same uh, club as you? He is, yeah. And funny thing is lots of people have said like how do you do that? Well, I'll be really honest. We like, do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, they're our friends. We go in. Most of yeah. the time we don't sit by each other. Yeah. 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 We, I we see her enough. Thing. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> just, you know, we're both getting different things out of it and yeah. approaching it in different ways. And it's just a great commonality for us. Yeah. Um, do you ever see yourself points. becoming a district governor? I, I don't think so now. I've seen behind the scenes. <laughs> <laughs> or That's, you're like, what are you talking about? Dance for me, puppets. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I get I get to pull all the strings. Yeah. I get the beauty of of not giving it up. Yeah. I go on the ride with them and they're also gracious in taking me with them. That's cool. Um and so and I get paid with four kids so I can Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, yeah we like that too, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I just don't think so. I wanna so you know, I talked about getting to know my dad, you know, 10 years ago, 15 years ago when I came came out of college and I was just with him a couple of weeks ago and it's that moment when you realize that they're not getting any younger mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and losing my mom so young and realizing how much I wish I had her now as a mom and just as an adult, um, I just want to take those moments. I, my dad joined Rotary last year. Uh-huh. Oh, cool. Yeah, so he's a That's member of awesome. the Global Travelers Club. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. So we live in a – he lives in a town. I grew up in a town of about 100 people. Um, <laughs> there's not a Rotary Club within 30 miles of him. But he wanted to travel, and this mm-hmm. was a really good way for him to do it as a widow. And 
he just he's already, he's already given tons of money to Minnetonka Rotary, so he might as well do it through yeah. his own. But I would love to continue. I'd like to do another service project with him. Cool. I'd like to, you know, uh, he really is interested in water, so I'd like to go do that again. I'd like to go to a Rotary International conference with him and my husband and just, like, experience that that mm-hmm. immersive Rotary and culture. Yep. Yeah. Um, so that's a big thing I want to do. I um, I want to host an exchange student. Oh, wow. Um. You know, I'd have tons more kids. I just don't think that <laughs> my husband's on board with that. <laughs> and kind of have a small house. So we have well, the two well, boys that can going. Be fixed. <laughs> yeah, right. We have the two boys going. Hey, uh, are we going to have a, another one? I'm like, uh, no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. You know, I thought of an interesting question. I, I look at the show, and we've had such great support from. Not only 5950, but also 5960. And these are new, innovative kind of brain children of district governors. And, you know, we're lucky enough to be, you know, asked to do this job, mm-hmm. you know, and serve, serve in this podcast and this show. And, you know, it's our honor is how do we continue to support and, you know, promote new and innovative projects that are like this because this is what speaks to the new Rotarians. This is what, you know, as we continue to think about how do we, you know, get new members and re-engage our members after COVID because everybody was behind a screen. Like how do we just continue to to support these kind of endeavors because, you know, I was super inspired by this project. I mean, obviously Kelly and Chad literally jumping in both mm-hmm. feet all in new member of rotary (laughs) and like what do i need to do and then here we are so how does the district and how do how in your role can can you continue to support those type of projects i think a really big thing like i spoke about is listening right and listening to each idea and so it can be difficult when we train because um we're kind of pushing the ideas out. And so we need to, we're working hard on how do we listen during these events that we're hosting? How do we, um, you know, make new members not be statistics, right? Yeah. Not, oh, mm-hmm. welcome, Kelly. You're a young female. Well, thank yeah. you. You know, like really listening to the members. But I think it goes back to all those little stories I told. And I was at um, the district training a few <clears throat> months ago back in October and um, – my club was selling socks there and I observed the most incredible thing happening. Sam was supposed to sell socks, but Sam's dad died the day before and everyone else had canceled on me. And so I emailed a couple people. I said, you guys, we're just not going to do it. Sam's not going to be there. I would never ask Sam to be there. Um, and so that morning I'm at the event and Sam walks in and I said, Sam, what are you doing here? And he said, "Well, I told you I'd be here. I would never sit. I would never let that ball drop for you. You don't need to be here." He's like, "I'm right where I need to be today. You needed me." And then all of a sudden, Bob walks in. I said, "Bob, what are you doing here? You got tea time." He goes, "Sam couldn't be here. I'm here." I said, "But Sam's here." He goes, "I'll go help him." And in walk Mac. I said, "Mac, what are you doing here? You're not. You're. You're. You're training at noon." And he said, "Well." Sam couldn't be here. I got to be here for you. And 
those three men sat in that friendship hall and that the word friendship hall took on a different meeting that day. They didn't go to any of the training. They were there for each other. And again, it's making people feel loved. And Stephanie Urchak talked about it, mm-hmm. belonging. belonging. And and then listening to their ideas because they feel valued. And I, I that's what I try to do at the district. And I think that's how we can continue to support the ideas is we just really got to get to know our members as people first. Sure. Well, that's good. That's great advice. <laughs> Even as a, as a, as a club member, you mm-hmm. know, it's, it's, it goes back the other way as well. I think, yeah. you know, get to know and everybody's, it's not a number. It's not, a, not fulfilling, you know, this box or that box or it's a community. Not, yeah. not like, you know, some people look at it as networking and I, I don't think that's the, no, not what rotary it is a network, but it's mm-hmm. a community much more. Mm-hmm. You get the networking after you build the community. Yep, exactly. Because you know, I, again, tying back to North Dakota, I came here, and I don't know if you guys are originally from Minnesota, but being a transfer to Minneapolis is a very difficult thing. It is. It is. It is a very mm-hmm. difficult thing, and so these guys became my community. And so when my car broke down, I needed some place to go. And the first place I went was a, a Rotarian. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and so um, yeah, I'd never played down that that piece but i also had to get to know that person too right yeah um and really trust them and and believe in them i love it the whole kind of theme of today's show has been you know the little things that really make your rotary special and you know Mm -hmm. that that community that inward community component versus the the service outward because you can serve both in your club and outside of the club so i think that that's been Really fascinating. It's been awesome to hear about the role. I didn't even. You guys so much. Truthfully, like this is how naive sometimes I am about everything. Is like I didn't even know it existed. (laughs) Most people don't, and that's okay. But you're. I'm glad you do exist, and I'm glad that you're on the show. Alexa, thank you so much for being our guest. I'm Kelly Kirk. I'm Chad Larson, and I'm Joe Kirk. It's time to stop searching and start serving.